Hello, my self-healers and self-lovers, my podcast listeners. Welcome back to my podcast, Heal Like You Mean It, on Apple Podcast and Spotify Podcast. Bye, Susie is blessed. So I apologize for the inconsistency in audio quality because I'm trying to integrate some of the YouTube podcast videos that I had on my channel. Susie is blessed into this podcast, but once that's done, you're going to be meeting with me through this podcast platform with high quality audio every week. So excited to meet with you here through my audio podcast. Grab a cup of coffee, tea, juice, whatever you like to enjoy, get in the sun, go for a walk, or take a short nap while you listen. I hope you can take something from this and feel the sense of community within our trauma healing and core wound healing project. Feel free to DM heal.like.u.mean.it on Instagram for coaching and let's get it started. I make videos about emotional intelligence, sexuality, mental health, lots of stuff about life and I just wanted to come on here and have a conversation about the downloads that I've been getting for the past few hours. So I just spent approximately 11 days in Cancun, Mexico. And I know I have been making travel videos, but today I really wanted to make a video um, related to the podcast that I've been working on in the past year. Um, that's in progress. It's not really, um, it, isn't, it didn't really launch yet. However, I really wanted to talk about this one point. Um, a lot of realizations I've had in the past few years and ultimately I felt like I don't want to keep this in. Like even if I repeat myself, I want it to be out there online for somebody to find. Even if it's one person, it's going to be beneficial for that person. So the title of this video is going to be that there is no mental health pandemic in this generation. Everybody is um, having these conversations about how we are in a mental health pandemic. We are in a mental health crisis. We are in a uh, mental health doomsday, blah, 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 blah. And I feel like there is truth to this. Trust me, there is truth to this, especially compared to um, maybe 30 years ago or, you know, uh, the rise of technology, the rise of capitalism, exploitation, colonialism, racism, etc. Of course, there, there is a rising issue and it's more prominent. And depending on what statistics you're looking at, depending on what kind of research you're looking at, you can conclude that yes, maybe there is a mental health crisis right now. However, I personally don't, uh, at least within the context I want to explain in this video, within the context I want to explain in this video, I don't agree that we are in a mental health crisis right now. Excuse my hair, by the way, I just got out of the shower. It's extremely hot here in Holbox. I just came, uh, I just got off a ferry all the way from Cancun to Holbox. I didn't have any breakfast, I didn't have any lunch. It's 3 p.m. I've been fasting, but I have this energy because I got this download that I really wanna share with you. <laughs> so, why do I say that there is no mental health crisis right now? It's because Let's frame it this way. There isn't a crisis of or rise of mental health illnesses. What is actually happening is that people are not realizing the natural effects of circumstances and people are 
not understanding the nature, the human nature of spiritual growth and the natural occurrence of the hero's journey, essentially. And what the hero's journey is, you can go and uh, research it on your own or I can make a separate video about it. But the hero's journey is essentially the victim becomes a villain, right? Um, it's also what all tarot, tarot cards are based on. It's where someone who is victimized throughout their life essentially learns from it and grows from it and becomes this hero slash villain. And so what I think this mental health crisis really is, is that society is not understanding what the hero's journey is. And um, whenever they see people who are in the pathway of spiritual growth or maybe you know no matter what timeline they are on if they are before becoming victimized when they are in the middle of being victimized or when they are past that victimization and now they are becoming the hero or now they are the hero until they get to this even though there is no final destination we are continuously learning in life until they get to a point where they realize every struggle in life is you are on path there is nothing that is accidental and there is nothing here happening to victimize you but until a person a, a person realizes that they are on a journey to growth and spiritual realization they will struggle and they will go through things that will they might be in so much pain that they want to end things or they sabotage their lives or they get into drug addiction or you know all these destructive things that are rooted from pain and not being able to put an explanation to the victimization that they deal with. I was a victim of, for example, sexual assault and I didn't understand why this was happening in my life and why this had to be a part of my life and I wanted to escape from it so much. And you can tell now, like, it, it, it still makes me feel emotional, of course, but not being able to explain or have a reason to my suffering and feeling like a victim and those things showing symptoms after such occurrence, you know, those symptoms involve like suicidality or casual sex, um, destruction, you know, I don't know, food addiction, um, hurting people that I love, you know, these all these symptoms. And those are symptoms of victimization and not being able to understand the path of hero's journey. And I'm not saying that these symptoms are bad. I'm not saying that these symptoms should be eliminated and a person shouldn't go through them. Even the symptoms are a part of it, you know? You have to go through those symptoms to realize and uh, understand that that's not what you want. And when you find the journey to get out of it, that's where the hero's journey really shines. But this society is so, there's a starvation there's a starvation of spirituality and for those who who don't watch my videos when i say spirituality i'm not talking about some white people woo woo shit okay i'm not talking about christianity buddhism hinduism even though i respect them when i talk about spirituality what i mean is as a human being with a spirit you know we all have a spirit outside of we identify ourselves in uh, society to reiterate that in society for example my name is Blah, blah blah my gender is blah 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 my occupation is blah 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 um my friends are who and who and who my partner is who my family is who that's who i am in society but who i am outside of society i still am myself outside of society and that's my spirit even if i were placed in a different country if I, even if i were born in a different country um born under a different family different friends different partners different circumstances different school different job different talents you are still you, your spirit. 
And when you understand that there is a part of you that has nothing to do with your circumstances, that's when you find your spirit and that's how you can guide yourself. That's how you can guide your ego through the life that's presented to you, through the life that you chose. Some people say you choose your destiny, choose your identity, right? So when you identify you, when you finally identify your spirit, that's when you can guide your ego self, guide your identity in this earth, this planet, to go through life with that spiritual guidance, whether it's from within you or whatever um, God you choose to accept, whatever God that you um, select uh, personally. Um, side note, like I, I don't believe in an external God, but you know I respect that as well, and that's still spiritual work, I would say, but. Yeah, so when there are so many people who are so reluctant to face themselves and face their spirit, you know, I'm not bashing atheists. I think that atheists can still be spiritual. They just don't want to put it that way because they've also been victimized by spiritual people who hurt them. People who didn't fully understand what it means to be spiritual might have hurt them throughout their childhood or teenagehood. And so they, they wish to identify as um, atheist, and that's fine. But I, I know that these people are also spiritual because we all are, right? But there is such a starvation of conversation about spirituality in this society and the media and the institutions and the government. All of these things are putting us in a position where we have the starvation to find meaning in life. And when we can't find it, we feel like we're victims of life and we don't understand why we have to suffer. We don't know why we have to be in pain. We don't know why we experience heartbreak and rape and war and things like that. And when we can't put meaning to those things, that's when psychiatry comes in and professionals come into play and completely deny the hero's journey. They don't even mention, they don't even suggest, they don't even give you the resources to go on this journey with trust in yourself, um, self-trust. That's when we have the mental health crisis and it's messed up. Okay, it's so messed up because it's putting in people in hospitals. It's putting in, putting people in hospitals. They're being sidetracked from their hero's journey. And this has happened to me as well, right? In first year in university, I was sexually assaulted. And my hero's journey was really being expanded in that moment because that's when I had to face all my shadows. That's when I had to face how deeply wounded I was how I couldn't defend myself in the situation, how I still love the person who hurt me, and all of these things. And to put, put more context into this, the um, person who assaulted me was my ex-partner, right? We used to be in a loving relationship. However, this person didn't know how to deal with his own shadows, so he hurt the person that he loved, which was me. And in that situation, I was forced to face how much I didn't love myself. I was forced to face how I let this person who didn't respect me come into my energy, my aura. I let him stay in my life way too long. All of these things. And I was forced to face my spirit, forced to face myself so I could come out on the other end and have this radical love for myself and radical love for my family who's hurt me and radical love for my environment and my past that hurt me right and that is a beautiful thing as much as i wish that 
the assault never happened. As much as I wish I never met that partner in the past, it happened. And honestly, I can say with my heart that what came out of it was a beautiful thing. And that is an example of hero's journey. And I'm sure a lot of you, whoever's watching it, whatever age you are in, you either dealt with something similar, maybe to a different degree, but you dealt with a situation where outside looking in is a horrible thing, but you know that what came out of it ended up as something that gave you meaning in life, right? But when we are on this hero's journey, like I said before, we have these symptoms, we have these consequences, we have these cause and effect um, occurrences that you can see um, such as self-harm or, you know, I'm smoking too much of whatever. These things happen because I'm not understanding that I'm on a path, that I'm on a guided path. And so I try to control it and I reject it. And, and, it, and I'm taking much longer time to access the part of me who can heal, access the part of me that can self-heal without any medication, without any prescription, without any therapist even. I had it in me the whole time to heal myself. And I can say this because it wasn't any of the therapists or whatever external source that healed me. What really healed me? was meditation, journaling, talking to myself like this, talking to people who are in different circumstances, who are struggling in life, and having a partner who loved me and doing shadow work through him, right? I had it all within me to heal myself. But when I was externalizing, when I was looking towards outside sources to heal myself, I was delaying the process. I told you that I was going through the worst in my first and second year of university because of what happened. In my third year of university, I was put on so many drugs. I was on Seroquel, I was on lithium, I was on, I can't even name them all. Like, I'm trying to remember the names of the medications, but I was on, more than four, you know, I was switching back and forth from this and that, you know, getting drugged up like a freaking lab bunny, right? And you see me here, <laughs> you can tell that I'm mentally well. Anybody, like you can tell that I am intellectually, I'm a smart person. I get straight A's in university. Whoever I meet, whoever I talk to, they can tell that I'm smart unless I'm hiding it. Until, until, unless I'm pretending like I'm not because I'm tired that day. I don't want to intellectualize um, my persona. When I'm acting like a goofy, you know, kid. And sometimes I, I do it um, without pretense. Sometimes I do it because I'm in my inner child mode and I'm embracing the moment and I'm so grateful for nature and animals and love and those things that are very light and feminine, you know? So... But majority of the people who meet me, they know that I'm a smart person. And I don't have any highs and lows anymore. Every day is the same, unless I'm on my period, obviously. <laughs> but very emotionally stable person. And this is who I truly am. But when they saw how much I was struggling after the assault, you know what they did to me? They put on labels such as bipolar disorder, um, I don't want to name them all, but like they, they gave me these labels. You're this, you're that, you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that. 
And what's so funny is that I was never, never assessed. They never gave me a chart of yes and no's to figure out if I had those things. All they did was hear me talk. And I was in, I was in, I was in front of my psychiatrist saying, um, hey, I'm having these feelings. I want to end my life, for example. Kind of heavy. Maybe I should put a trigger warning on here, but you know, I'm having these conversations like, you know, I have these feelings of uh, that my life has no meaning. Um, and often I look towards other people to find meaning in my life, etc., etc. And that was a direct natural result of the things that I've been through, of my environment. You know, I hope this delivers well, but you know, you know what I'm saying? There is no disorder, there is no illness in naturally processing physically and mentally the things that happen to you. There is no illness or disorder or flaw in that. It is only so natural for your body and mind to respond that way. And it's only when a person can radically accept that and learn to self-heal and learn to understand the hero's journey, study it, get downloads from the universe or get downloads from your internal world. That's when you can put beautiful meanings in your life to your pain, to your circumstances, whether it's homelessness, whether it's bullying, whatever it is. And it's only when the person feels empowered is when you can use it to help other people, use it to gain, you know, tap into the abundance that you have in your life, tap into the love you have for the world, for yourself and for others, you know? And, and I, the purpose of this video is that one, anybody is capable of going on this hero's journey that I went through. I'm only 23 years old, okay? I'm only 23 years old. And I already understand the hero's journey, right? And I know a lot of other people, even younger people than me, are going through th this hero's journey because we're all on a different stage of life, right? Age doesn't matter. But I'm saying, what I'm saying here is that we can all do this, but it's, and so the second point, this leads to my second point. While we can all do this, I feel like there are so many shortcomings to psychiatric help in Western society, in the Western world, right? Because I understand that these labels can be helpful to a certain degree. When I was labeled with those illnesses, they helped me at first because it made me feel better. It made me feel there was an explanation to my shortcomings, my flaws, my destruction, my bad behaviors, my negative uh, symptoms. Yes, it does help at first, but it shouldn't end there. And the psychiatric uh, theories and the practices have so many destructive flaws because 99% of the time, at least from what I've seen, it ends there. They just put a label on you and then they just give you drugs. And worst case scenario, they put you in the hospital and they put you away from society. If I didn't trust myself and if I didn't meet that person in my life that I dated after the assault, and if I didn't reach out to my loved ones and said, you know what? I believe in my life. I believe in the people who love me. 
I believe in myself, that my strength to be healthy and loving and helpful in this society. When If I didn't believe in that and I believed in the hospitals, the nurses, you know, I'm not demonizing these doctors. Even they are victims of the the long term, you know, they, even they are trying to figure it, figure it out themselves. Even they don't understand. Even when they are labeling other people, they don't know. Maybe they don't know the hero's journey. And maybe they need help too, right? But so what I'm saying is if I gave up, when I, when I, if I was like, okay, I have disorders, so I'm just going to give up on life and call it quits and I'm sick. I, I, I can't get out of this. So I'm just going to give up. Um, I'm just going to drug myself with these legal psychiatric drugs and I'm just going to stay in the hospital. I'm just going to get my free meals. I'm just going to get taken care of. Um, I'm just going to, you know, give up on the life I want to live. I'm not going to travel to Mexico. I'm not going to graduate university. I'm not going to tell my, that I love, that I love them so much. I'm not going to tell my friends that I love them a lot. I'm not going to do all of these natural things in life that I am doing right now. And I'm just going to succumb to the labels that they put on me. If I did that, I wouldn't be here right now. I wouldn't have had the interviews with the companies that I want to work for, which I did last week. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be creating my brand right now. My brand of the values that I have, this spiritual work, this mental health awareness, this women's health advocacy, all these important things. I have a voice in this world that I am creating right now, even though it's baby steps right now, you know, I wouldn't be serving my life mission right now as I am meant to be if I gave up and put power in psychiatric health. Do you know what I'm saying? So I really want to put it out there. If you are in crisis, if you feel like you can't make it anymore, it's okay to get help from Western hospitals. It's okay to dabble in some Western medicines for maybe a few weeks, but please don't make the same mistake that I made. And please learn about the hero's journey. No matter how much you hate God, you know, maybe maybe you don't, you, you've been so victimized by the patriarchal systems of church or whatever, religion you grew up around or you just don't think that there's anything worth living in the world except for hustling and grabbing controlling for money and sex you know no matter how much pain you are in or you don't even know that you're in pain you're you're suppressing it or you just don't know what more there is to life you know please don't give up and please don't let your weaknesses succumb to the western psychiatric system we have right now receive the help that you can get right now if you are in crisis or pain however prioritize self-trust prioritize what your mind your voice is saying to you come to a mentally stable position through breath work and meditation i know it sounds like bullshit at first it did to me as well my partner when i was in third year or second year in university, he asked me to meditate with him and I couldn't do it because I was so drugged up by Western medicine. 
When I tried to meditate, I felt like running away. I felt scared. I couldn't face myself. I couldn't sit still. And I don't fully blame it on the psychiatric system. I do blame it on my up upbringing. I never got to settle in life. I never had stability. I was always in fight or flight mode. I had an angry parent. I had host families, if you even know what that means. It's almost like foster care without the love. You know, I don't want to go on a tangent about what my life was like because it doesn't fucking matter, you know? I have these situations that could have killed me, right? So I couldn't sit with myself when I was meditating. And drugs, lithium, or whatever popular drugs that are that people are taking right now, um, what is it, the, the one that starts with P? I need to do more research if I want to talk about this. But if I relied on those drugs more than I did, you know, I relied on those drugs for three years, but if I did it for more than I did, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I don't know, whoever's watching this, maybe you never tried psychiatric drugs before. Maybe you've been on them for 10, 20 years. Please, trust yourself first. I'm not shaming you if you have to rely on it. I'm not shaming you if you don't think you can ever stop relying on them. Whatever it is, it's not even psychiatric drugs. If you're relying on media, if you're relying on um, validation from the opposing gender or validation from sex or validation from money, because that's what it all comes down to. I wanted validation from the doctor. I wanted validation from the psychiatric system. I wanted that label. I did. As much as I want to say I'm the victim of the psychiatric system, I wanted it because it gave me validation. It made me feel like I was okay. But you need to take that control back. Stop being victim of validation. Because that validation, that desire is coming from the lack of validation you had growing up. And when you realize that all these, all this delay in freeing yourself from pain is coming from trying to get what you didn't get when you were either a toddler or a child. And there's so many layers to this. It's also understanding that your family or your parents or your caregivers were also victims. They were also seeking validation. They were also seeking love. They were also seeking security. It's almost 30 minutes, so um, there's so much more to talk about this, but I'm gonna come back to this. But wrapping up the video, what I wanna say is, there. I don't think that there is a mental, mental health pandemic in 21st century. I think there is a pandemic of spiritual starvation, lack of self-trust, lack of understanding, lack of societal guidance, and so much distraction from media and from institutions telling you that you cannot trust yourself and that you need to rely on these drugs and these external things to find happiness. No, it's okay to go through life. It's okay to go through doomsday, but you can get out of this. You can get out of this. The power is within you. And if you can't trust me in this video alone, if you can't believe me, 
let me know send me an email write a comment however way you can approach me let me know if you can't trust me and what I'm saying here and I'll do my best to tell you to help you to explain to you how I know that each one of us have it in us to come out of whatever stupid fucking label they put on you, whether it's a disorder or there's something wrong with you, whether it's ADHD, anxiety, you have it in, within you to see the beauty in life and make something out of yourself, whether it's becoming a CEO or whether it's something that's not maybe validated by society but still beautiful individually, okay? That's the video for today. Um, I just wanted to speak on um, how I see partial problem in the way we're framing the mental health pandemic right now and how we really need to focus on seeing the naturalness, the, the nature, the naturalistic part of life, the hero's journey. Thank you everybody, it was Susie. And please subscribe and comment and get in touch and forgive me for the, the environment. I am in my Airbnb, La whole box. And stay tuned for travel vlogs as well. Stay tuned for all the other stuff that I'm gonna be posting in the future. Bye. Liked what I talked about in this video, hit a like, subscribe, comment, and maybe send me an email so I know that you liked it. Thank you, my beloved self-healers, self-lovers, podcast listeners. That was Heal Like You Mean It. Feel free to subscribe. Follow my podcast on Apple and Spotify. Feel free to reach out to me. And I hope I can see you in my next episode as well. Make sure to leave a comment and a rating if you feel to do so. And I hope you have a wonderful day.